0: This podcast is a part of the Carbon Almanac Network of Podcasts.
1: Hi, I'm Imma. I live in Scotland. Hi,
2: I'm Jen and I'm from Canada.
0: Hi, I'm Ola Banji and I'm from Nigeria.
3: Hello, I'm Liki and I live in Paris.
0: Hey, I'm Rod and I'm from Peru.
3: Welcome to Carbon Sessions, a podcast with carbon conversations for every day, with everyone, from everywhere in the world. In our conversations, we share ideas, perspectives, questions, and things we can actually do to make a difference. So don't be shy and join our Carbon Sessions, because it's not too late.
0: Hi, I am Banji.
2: Hi, I'm Jen.
0: And we're talking about lawns today, lawns and landscaping, which is an interesting part. Um, of this conversation. So uh, it's going to be a lot of fun.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Do you have a lawn, Olabunji?
0: I don't have a lawn, but there are lawns around here. And the weird thing is I see them when they are being maintained. And it's like a lot of people with the lawnmowers and and all that stuff that makes a lot of noise um, (laughs) just to keep the lawns in order. And the lawns are beautiful to see though, but at what cost, right? I think that's something to think about because I read a research that says if we do the plus and minus, what it costs to maintain the lawns, the carbon that it costs to maintain the lawns is way more than the carbon that the lawns are able to save us from or keep, which pretty much is hurting the earth. Yeah. So, I mean, what are your thoughts?
2: (laughs) Well, we have removed our back lawn from our home. And put in okay. uh, flower beds and beds that, uh, with um, plants that promote pollinators, bees and, and birds and butterflies, yeah. and put in wood chips all around those flower yeah. beds. But we still have a little tiny patch at the front, but I don't use fertilizer or, or chemicals or any of that stuff. And I know that in the summer, we have a program in our neighborhood to let your lawn go yellow. And people actually put signs up okay. that say, let your lawn wow. go yellow. But there's always one or two people that refuse to do that. And their lawns are perfectly green, even in the drought. And it, it takes water and fertilizer. Wow. And like you said, noisy tools. And there's so much work. Yeah. They are beautiful when they look cared for, but it's a lot. I, I was reading that in, in, in the US anyway, where I found the, the statistics. Lawns consume 3 trillion Mm. gallons of water every year, and 2 million gallons of gas for all the mowing, and 70 million pounds of pesticides. I can't even picture that.
1: Oh my God. That's in one country. That's not even
2: (laughs) (laughs) the worldwide.
0: Wow, that's incredible. I know. That's crazy. I know. Wow. Can we just turn our lawns into gardens? (laughs) I mean, yeah. 'cause I don't know, I think that would be great to have lawns as gardens. It's a lot nicer to have birds and bees and butterflies around. I think that's unlocking another level of nature than than just the lawns that a lot from us um It's expensive to maintain and the tools that it takes to maintain It's just really expensive, starting from what it costs us the earth. I don't know. I think we should have gardens instead of lawns that sounds like a movement have gardens not lawns
2: there's something called the no mow movement where a lot of people are converting their their lawns into exactly as you really? say into things that are naturalized or or getting rid of them and turning them into gardens or edibles lettuce and and raspberries and whatever you can mm. grow in your place, in your area, fruit trees, and you can grow so much in a tiny amount of space. So ah, I think it would be nice to get away from yeah this, you know, that you have to have a lawn.
0: Yeah, and I think that when we see it as a responsibility, mm-hmm. that the lawn is really taken from nature, not given to it, then we can we can understand that Just the beauty is not enough reason to have the lawns because it hurts us in many more ways than just fuel or the site and stuff.
2: I agree. There's a fellow, and I'm not sure if I'm going to say his name right. His name is Neil Diboll, D-I-B-O-L-L. He's the owner of a nursery in Westfield, Wisconsin. And he has a quote that I really like. And his quote is, people want to control their garden. And then he says, when you are in a joint venture with nature, you are playing by her rules. And I like that because you can do so much more than try and control this little patch of green. Sometimes it's a large patch of green. And and when you're fighting against the things that want to grow there... (laughs) It can be a costly, not just financially, but costly to the environment, as you say. So what should people take from this conversation today, do you think?
0: Uh, Well, I think the first is the knowledge that keeping our lawns for the view is not enough reason to keep them. I think the second thing is that we owe nature responsibility to keep her. Um, If we call her Mother Nature, yeah, we should take care of Mother Nature. And lawns are not a great way to do that. And then... If you have lawns, make them into gardens, make them into food forests. Who doesn't want foods? And uh, it's just, it's cool to have food, uh, birds, fruits, flowers, shrubs, and stuff. All that is allowing nature to express um, herself through us. And I think it's such a great thing to do and in doing all that we're saving the earth which i think is critical as well so yeah no lawns no lawn that's movement. great and if you do have a lawn in, and you really
2: really want to keep it maybe no you lawns. can go to electric mowing or um something that isn't and and no chemicals and and uh, try some lawn seed that's more um earth friendly
0: i think so too it's been a great conversation i enjoyed it thanks
2: olabanji i enjoyed it too
1: I'm Imma.
0: I'm Olavangi, and we're talking again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. And this is going to be a really, really great conversation. Yeah. What about thinking before acting?
0: <laughs> yeah. That's something to think about, right? Because I think we do a lot of things impulsively, but impulse, I mean, tap, tap, do. And how about you think about it a little bit more? especially when there's a chance that it's not eco-friendly, which is why we're having this conversation.
1: (laughs) Exactly. We were talking about thinking what you need. Yeah. And bunching errands. Yeah. One day. In one day. In one go.
0: Yeah. And the question is, how often do you go shopping? Right? Yeah. And that's the first question. The second question is, do you have to go that often? Right. (laughs) (laughs)
1: That's a great
0: question. The answer is probably no. No. You don't have to. No. You really don't have to because you can save time, you can save the energy and probably money that you take, you know, to go shopping on transportation as well. So you're saving money, you're saving time, you're saving your energy. Instead of going three times a week or 10 times a month, however often you go, how about you start by cutting it in half and say, oh, I'm going to go just have the time so that you can learn from there and make progress. And you probably will get to the point where you just have to go once a week or once in two weeks, get all the things you need, and then you're back home. You were talking about a story, and I think that was during COVID, where someone would go out.
1: Yes, it was great. I think we learned a lot about these bunching errands in COVID time. I remember in the neighborhood, someone would Go shopping and ask everyone in the building to. Yeah. Do you need anything? So, any, not everyone has go. to go shopping, but just one person and and do it the little as possible. So, what do you need? Not for today, but what do yeah. you? What do you need in the week? During the week. And so it was it was not not just yeah. bunching errands for myself but also imagine bunching errands for 20 households.
0: That's such a great thing. I mean that's a lot of things in one its community service, its kindness, its saving, its everything. And yeah. the question is why not? I mean <laughs> Why not? And
1: these conversations brought more conversations. Mm. I mean, just the fact that you go and if it's an old person to ask them, what do you need? Yeah. It makes their life really, really happy because they have a conversation with someone in a moment when COVID was, when everyone was locked was down, locked down. we didn't have much opportunity to, to have those yeah, to relationships. Yeah,
0: Yeah. And it shows that you care. If you do that, it shows that you care. And it doesn't have to be just in COVID. I mean, you can do it Right now, you can do it in your neighborhood, in your community. You can do that. And if where you're shopping is a walking distance, why drive?
1: Totally. Go,
0: just take a stroll.
1: We use the car too much. Sometimes. (laughs) We do. When we don't need.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think it's something to think about. How often do I go shopping? And do I have to go that often? And if you can answer those two questions correctly, then you can start caring, you know, for yourself and then for the people around you and saying, Hey, what do you need? Yes. I'm going shopping. And then you go shopping and, and then you're back and and it's just cool. Yes. Right. Yeah,
1: definitely. Definitely. It, and create community and you are doing something that uh, you should be p- proud of yourself. You know, yeah. I am proud of myself when I do this thing.
0: Yeah. And that's interesting because when you're proud of yourself, it trickles down to, Every other thing that you do, it trickles down to how you work, how you interact with people, how your mind works, and you know, it's just really good on all levels. It helps your psychology, yeah. your mindful that's like a subtopic in in in, yeah, sub-topic it's, in, it's, in yoga.
1: <laughs> those those ripples that we don't see but yeah, are there because your kind. attitude and the way you live. You know? Yeah. Those are really good actions that is actionable and is more.
0: Yeah, and it's healthy. I think the word is it's healthy to do that. Yes. And um, yes, this yes. this might just be my favorite episode actually.
1: <laughs> oh, that's so cool. Thank you. Yeah. I like it too.
0: I think it's been a lot of fun.
1: Bunching errands. It can get you to another level.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And there's so much good when you batch your errands and
1: and do it for yourself and for others. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Just make a list of all the things you need in the week, in the month, and just go get them at once. This has been so much fun. Yeah. And, thank you.
1: I'm, thank you, Banji. This is and and make me think, oh, uh, yeah, how humanity is good in the heart.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for thank you. having this conversation as well.
1: Yeah.
3: Thank you, Banji.
0: Okay, we're done.
3: We are done. You've been listening to Carbon Sessions a podcast with carbon conversations for every day with everyone from everywhere in the world. We'd love you to join the carbon sessions so you too can share your perspectives from wherever you are. This is a great way for our community to learn from your ideas and experiences, connect and take action. If you want to add your voice to the conversation, go to the podcasts and sign up to be part of a future episode. This podcast is also part of the Carbon Almanac Network. For more information, to sign up for the emails, to join the movement, and to order your copy of the Carbon Almanac, go to thecarbonalmanac.org. Be sure to subscribe and join us here again, as together we can change the world.